Welcome to Therapy for Nerds, the show where licensed mental health professionals use their favorite topics like TV, books, games, and movies to provide psychoeducation on mental health. Please note, this is not meant to be a replacement for mental health treatment or services. Stardew Valley continues to be a powerhouse in the cozy game community, and as someone who has logged almost a week's worth of total gameplay, yes, over 150 hours, I can see why, especially as someone who grew up playing the Harvest Moon series as a child. I could go on about why I personally enjoy the games, but instead let's talk about the possible mental health benefits. The game's mechanics are closely associated with real life. For example, you only have so many hours in a day. Even if you want to try to use all the hours, it's gonna cost you. There's a chance of just passing out in the field and having to pay medical expenses. You have to prioritize your time. What is more important, to build relationships or go fishing? Is it time for the mines or to get lumber? Those decisions are similar to the ones that we have to make in real life. Every day we have to prioritize something. We are faced with the choice of going out with friends and getting groceries. We have to figure out what is more needed. It's not going to be the same every day. Sometimes our self-care is doing the dishes, and sometimes it's going to get coffee with the person that you are trying to establish a relationship with. It's going to depend on your day, our luck, the weather, if there's a holiday, and more. For someone who struggles with choice paralysis, this could be great practice. A chance to make decisions with no real-life consequences. The only possible negative outcome is the possibility of having to wait a while until you can grow or fish whatever you need. It can be annoying to have to wait till summer again because you didn't plant enough melons, but it won't break the game. Everything is fixable in the game. Nothing is ever life or death. Even if you are killed, you just wake it up at home. Granted, you're missing a few items and some money. The characters offer a chance to practice building relationships. You have to talk to the people you want to establish a relationship with consistently. And you can increase the friendship quickly by doing things like remembering what that person enjoys and remembering their birthday. Who doesn't like a nice present on their birthday, especially if it's some home-cooked meal or ice cream? What I love about the characters in Stardew Valley is that they are also different. Plus, the ability to romance any of the single adults leads to such a fun experience that anyone can enjoy without feeling left out. The characters are flawed. Every character has real issues that they are working on, the most obvious of which being Shane battling depression and alcoholism. Through the hard events, the playable character is able to support his growth and healing process, which can be healing for anyone who has struggled to support the real-life people in their life with similar struggles. The only character that I think has little relatability is Mayor Lewis, who relies on the playable character to build back the town after his terrible management. There's a joke I've seen about how this game is for people who are tired of real-life chores, and so they switch to virtual chores, and I think there's some truth to it. There are tasks that are best to do daily, like taking care of your animals. I don't think that joke is entirely fair. One of the things about these virtual chores is it's easy to see the benefits of them. Take good care of your animals and you get higher quality goods. In real life, it's hard to see the payoff that to the point where some, you might not think it's worth it. This game is a good reminder that quality items and relationships take time and effort to build. A person's farm says a lot about them. Is their farm fully automated, set up for profits, but lacking in the social aspects? 
Is their farm thrown together haphazard with crops and buildings in seemingly random places? I can tell the first person is a perfectionist, and I wouldn't be surprised if the second person has ADHD. Who is the person romancing? Is it Harvey? A person craves a simple but stable relationship. Is it Penny? A person who needs saving from their poor family relationships? There's so much for a player to fill in, it could almost be used as a diagnosis tool. Almost. What does your farm look like? What do you think it says about you? Let me know in the comment section below. Until next time. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please comment, like, subscribe, and follow us on social media. Remember to be kind to yourselves this week.